welcome to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. I'm your host, Mari Reesberg. Over the past several years, I've combined my degrees in acting and somatic psychology to share my sustaining creativity techniques with performers. And now I've decided to share it with a bigger audience that includes you. I believe we are all creative and this podcast is all about that. I'll be interviewing people from all backgrounds, ages, and creativity experiences to share just how creative we all are. Today, I'll be chatting with Vinny Potestivo. Emmy Award-winning media advisor and editor-in-chief of I Have a Podcast. Please enjoy Vinny Potestivo. Welcome to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. Today, I'm chatting with Vinny Potestivo. He is an Emmy Award-winning media advisor. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me so much, Mari. I appreciate that. I am super excited to chat with you about podcasting and creativity and hear all the awesome things that you're up to. But before we get there, Mm -hmm. if you could share a little bit about who you are and what you do. Oh, yeah, some context. Uh, So where does all this energy coming from? And should we believe the words that are about to come out of this guy's mouth? Well, (laughs) that's for y'all to make the decision. Uh, My name is Vinny. I'm the oldest of six. I've got a lot of siblings in my family. I'm originally from New York. Um, I've always had a sort of creative spirit and I've always been a a, a see the glass, you know, through the through the eyes of positivity. Uh, I was passionate about media in in the mid 90s, specifically tech media and I figured out how to wire VCRs and create a database that held casting information that got me into Fox News, which got me into MTV News. And I stayed at MTV for 10 years where I got to help launch the talent development department. And my boss created Osbournes and newlyweds and punked. And I worked with modern storytellers who needed to go through a television network Mm -hmm. to change the story to get the world to see it. So Jessica Simpson, like being part of that, that narrative that shifted uh, in the early 2000s. And uh, now fast forward to the power of us, the power of people. I've been in TV a long time. Uh, I see the power in the growing economy outside of the television space, the ad driven space mm-hmm. of media. And I've always believed in the power of people. I got to MTV through casting, like I loved connecting with creative and and talented people who who had high output it wasn't even about needing to be a creator or an artistic creative it was about being a master at communicating and and mobilizing and igniting change and i think that that's happening more outside of television to be blunt and honest than inside and i'm here to help make sure that business owners don't spend hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars Uh, making content errors and and issues that I experienced at TV. And I'm here to help point out some cycles, some things that I know out of the gate that I think most creators who became creative by way of technology, Mm -hmm. not necessarily by way of uh, career, uh, can be successful and stand out and thrive as a creator in this creator economy. Awesome. I mean... The wealth yeah, sounds of knowledge great. So what does that, that mean? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I love it. I love all of the, you know, 
the things that spark creativity and curiosity. And it, you strike me as someone who is very curious about how things work and how people work and all how of those they make, aspects. Yeah. yeah, exactly. When you think about creativity, what does it mean to you to be creative? Uh, it's, it's a communication form. It's, it's getting something on the internal to the external, whether that's one-on-one or one-on-some or one-on-many. <laughs> I think that creating is about uh, having clarity in a message, getting that message out and making that message shareable. Yeah. So I think in television, some of that shareability comes in the form of can the network play the episode 40 or 50 times over again so that you can go and tell all your friends this is the funniest thing you've seen on TV and then they can go find it on television. Mm-hmm. That's that's how television you know, section works versus where discovery works for us now. We have to you know realize that we have a lot of say and control over where how when we're discovered we Mm -hmm. don't need to go through the hoops or the platforms that we used to have to go through to get discovered and also visible we don't need increased visibility to increase our discoverability that's like a big thing that's the thing i like most about this digital space right 20 years ago it was the more tv you can be in the more visibility that you could have the more impact you can make I think because of the amount of screens and our time and our attention, that's not the case anymore. And that if you're showing up and you're visible and you're showing up in a way that isn't shareable, Mm. it makes it difficult to be a moment of discovery. I think Mm -hmm. true discovery comes from from people sharing a story, a merch, uh, a topic, a a joke, a punchline, something that you've provided while being visible. And mm-hmm. that, that to me is what's going to help you with your visibility. It's almost like discoverability equals visibility to the power of sharing. Like that's how much I think the sharing has to do with discovering, sharing on social media, sharing mm-hmm. contacts. That's networking. That's like probably the most valuable yeah. form of sharing I can think of. Nice. I love, I love hearing everyone's like description of what creativity means because everyone has a very, very different definition and experience of creativity and working in the tech field and TV and now in more of the podcasting realm, I imagine you bump up against some challenges, creative and otherwise. But when you think of the creative challenges that you find yourself in, Mm -hmm. how do you face them? Yeah, well, first all what are they? And how everything's they... a creative challenge. By the way. <laughs> everything's about messaging. If if finance is the challenge, and I have a creative challenge mm-hmm. that's called finance, and I have to find a way to make this for free, or make this at a certain budget, or make this for no budget, that's a creative challenge. That's not a budget challenge. That's me knowing. By the way, in TV, sometimes in TV, like at MTV, they would say, "Vin, uh, we need a show in the studio." We have a studio. We need to be shooting something that can shoot five days a week down in that studio. Those are the shows that we need to have. So I know that I don't need to worry about the cost of the studio mm-hmm. and the concept of the series because we already have the studio. That type of information, having access to that type of information, and to be honest, I would then take that info and I would go back to the very same people who were giving me talent, who were like my filters and were the ones that I would reach out to when I had a talent need. Because mm-hmm. at MTV, the last thing I did, this is a weird thing to say, but the last <laughs> thing I did in casting at MTV was go out and look for it. Because like I had to find stars and I wasn't going to put that pressure 
on me. I was going to say, what I'm really good at is meeting a lot of people. I'm going to meet the people who know the stars. Mm. I'm going to let them know about the opportunity. And when the opportunity happens, I'm going to try to get them to be a part of it as much as I can. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to keep the door open for them over and over and over again. If I can get them TRL tickets, VMA tickets, and those Mm. were like, that was like currency access. (laughs) If I can, if I can continue to give them access Mm -hmm. to this platform that I can open the door to, then I'm in, I'm in a better place. And so are they. And that, that was my inclusive way of building the community around me that helped me cast shows that I had no clue. I had to cast a, uh, you know, uh, drag, dra- uh, drag racing, like uh, driver, drivers, you know, cars. Mm-hmm. And, like I had no clues and uh, BMXers. I had no clue in certain genres of music. I had no clue, but I turned to people who did and I trusted yeah. them along the process mm-hmm. tremendously, by the way. And I rewarded them as much as I can with access and information back to the platform and all, I don't know. It worked out really well. It's <laughs> That's <laughs> and great, they're lifelong but... friends too, which is the best part. Which is yeah, we didn't I mean... we didn't get caught in the transaction of a show or a certain element. It was it transcended mm-hmm. that. That's fantastic. I love the just the aspect of you know the currency piece that you have and or the access piece, but also that reaching out for help is valuable. I think oftentimes oh, yeah. we many times creators feel like oh, I have to create in this vacuum and I can't reach reaching out for help is like not being creative because it's not coming from me. But I think reaching out for help offers so many more creative opportunities. So does. thank you it, for bringing that. It does. It creates, it creates an opportunity for someone else to be part of the alchemy of what I'm creating. It doesn't, it doesn't take away from somebody. Yeah. I'm not taking something from somebody. I'm giving them an opportunity to be a part of this and they can decide to be a part of it or right. not. I dare you not to be a part of it. But <laughs> it certainly happens. It. You know, there's, there's, there's time, the timeliness of it, you know, and that's, I think why those relationships matter because, um, because the news cycle and the social cycle mm-hmm. and the hu- humanity cycle that we're in, that we need to be conscious of, of the people that matter most, not the businesses. I'm not pitching, you know, at MTV, they didn't pitch shows to MTV, the building, they pitched it to the people. You need champions in that building. I know this for a fact. You need champions, you need people, not even executives, not even SVPs, VPs, it's not the biggies. It's the people right in the middle, the managers, coordinators who have everything to win from the success. Those are the people who take risks, I found. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that I, continue to pitch to and that's why I'm constantly networking because there's so much growth that happens in media and Mm -hmm. you either get promoted up quickly or you get fired up you know oh you're so bad as a producer maybe he should be an executive producer you know it's like a weird thing that happens yeah that's so interesting I love the (laughs) what you were just talking about like taking the creative risk the those are people who do what do you think it is about them that they have more trust to take creative risk than others? Um, hmm. Some of it is, I mean, some of it's uh, training, mindset, experience. I mean, it's probably a little bit of all that. It's mm-hmm. it's finishing a project, getting past the finish line and looking around the studio and seeing what you just created and who you just created it with. Mm. It's like almost after the fact when you're looking around, looking, I'm, I'm thinking of like, I'm picturing it. I'm picturing like when, when we launched Laguna Beach, I'm looking in the studio and I'm looking, I'm thinking of all the faces <laughs> that I'm seeing in the kids and, 
and how much energy is in that room right now and did, did we just create something that's going to change how kids can connect with each other or mm-hmm. did we just derail something you know <laughs> um i think there's there's an inherent amount of trust i think that now there's more responsibility the networks have more res- corporate and financial responsibility for the actions and words that are coming from their platform. And, then it's, sure. and it's not just because the audience matters and it's not just because the advertisers matter. It's really the advertisers that have a lot of control over what's hitting the airways because they're the ones paying for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my voice dropped down because I'm like, I'm talking about them, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> them advertisers. <laughs> By the way, who, who, are just, who are just funding this creative platform. And if we, the people, can give the the machine that is media better mm-hmm. stuff if we can uh, there's like a, this weird saying like to make sauce if we can make better sausage <laughs> then like that's that's the that's the goal that's strategy and if I can make that sausage without having to go through the processed part if I can be yeah. independent and I can truly trust on the local level mm-hmm. where my sources and materials are coming from I think that's why I'm I'm connected to podcasting so much the, mm-hmm. the independent side of it where we where we as business owners own our intellectual property, where where we as the bosses of our businesses and our podcasts have the ability to give credit and get credit. Mm-hmm. So I have the ability now not just to be the executive producer of a podcast, but also share that credit with people who I know yeah. will continue to thrive because of those opportunities. Yeah. No, I love all of those pieces. I think it's so important. But the that after effect of looking around and thinking yeah. like, what did I just create or how, how have I impacted so many people by taking this one risk positively impacted, you know, hope hope it's positive in that regard. You strike me also as someone who is easily inspired by things. And I'm curious in today's landscape, who Mm -hmm. or what inspires you? Oh, oh, that's a great question. Um, uh, I, I really love learning how people create. Uh, there's there's like an obsession, you know, people want content strategies. And I'm like, you don't want content strategy, you want a life strategy. Stop asking for content. Stop asking for better photos. Go live a better life and you'll mm. get better photos. The reason why your content isn't connecting is because it's not fun to watch. It's probably not fun to make either. So if it's right. not fun to make, why would you think it's going to be fun to watch? <laughs> and, you know, TV, they have this, there's a couple of rude sayings they have, you know, you can't polish a turd. They say that a whole bunch. They say, uh, don't re don't rewrap an old gift. You know, don't take something off the shelf and then just put a whole one tiny little bow on it and pretend like it's something completely different. When when you pull off that one layer, it's right. the same onion that has been, you know, and, yeah. and I say onion for the many layers that are in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I, and I think that, uh, yeah, I also think that creators, I don't, um, I don't know. I'm curious to see how people, how how industry trained creators mm. who are leaving TV for podcasting and plat- digital platforms, and I'm seeing more and more of us come into other platforms and other territories. I'm curious to see how we and what pieces of our industry, the TV industry, we bring with us mm. as 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 media, even podcasting. Yes, there is an economy, a podcast economy. Yes, there is a podcast market. Yes, there is a media market. Mm-hmm. But there is a larger media fracture across economies, a large meaning there are more opportunities for lawyers, bakers, candlestick makers, <laughs> 
in media, and I don't even mean as podcast hosts, I mean closed circuit TV networks. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's so many other ways now that media fractures other economies. I, I get excited about, about that. I get inspired mm. by how I can help people maximize and amplify their impact yeah. through what I know how to distribute, amplify, aggregate, more importantly, aggregate. Aggregation is the one bucket most people I think are forgetting for podcasting. Podcasting, you know, so when we publish it, we publish it on Podbean, Anchor, that creates content. Yeah. When we put it on social media, that amplifies content. Getting it on podcast networks like Apple and Google, that plays content. Mm -hmm. and there's this whole other bucket called aggregation, where if I want a blog about podcast marketing, I log into my blog aggregator and it gives me a blog about podcast marketing. If I can get your episode into that aggregator so that when someone who says now is the time for me to read, now I want inbound information. Now I'm looking for something that I don't know what it is, but I need my expectations met. Mm -hmm. Now I can help you as a podcaster get your message out there without needing the artwork and all the fluff and all the stuff that all the branding that we focus on. I can, right. I can take the core message of what you're doing and help you get discovered at a point in time where someone is looking for it, will consume it and do one of three things. Consume it and consume it and that's it. Consume <laughs> it and share it, which is the dream or not even consume it and just share it because they're just looking for content to post on Facebook, LinkedIn, mm -hmm. Twitter. And this is how I'm growing my presence and social proof by getting my blogs put into an aggregator. And then since I create blogs for my podcast, I also realized that I can go to Google news.google.com and mm -hmm. I can become a source and not a story. And uh -huh. so now I'm a Google news verified platform and yeah. Once I figured that out, then I went to Bing, PubHub, and Yahoo, and Apple News, and Flipboard, and found all these ways where I can now take my my written content from from podcasts mm -hmm. and amplify and aggregate that out so that I can you know bring more eyeballs back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Amazing tip. Like I feel weird. it's hidden. The hidden yeah. tips. Thank yeah, you like, for sharing. Everyone, that. so many, so much focus on social media, and I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, all y'all keep looking at social media, and I'm over here on Google being like, ooh, I can, I can stand out. By the way, if you type in "I have a podcast," my, I, my, my podcast will show up, and the thing that will show up most is most likely IMDb. Mm -hmm. That's how valuable us podcasters getting our podcast on IMDb is. That's why it's free. You don't even. By the way. On vpe.tv, I have documentation of every piece of tactic that I've shared, uh, awards worthy of winning, platforms that pay out podcasters, how to get yeah. your podcast on IMDb for free. It costs nothing, by the way. Nothing that I've shared costs any, any money at all. And and I my creator hub is free also. Um, I'm passionate about making sure that access is, is given to people who know how to use these tools. That's amazing. And thank you so much for doing that. And we'll make sure it all goes in show notes so people can yeah, access it. Absolutely. I just have one last question for you. Sure. What does it feel like in your body to be creative? Oh, it's magical. It feels, it feels, it's magical. It really is. It feels, um, it feels like energy. It feels like synchronicity. Mm -hmm. It feels, it feels abundant. It feels rejuvenating. It's, you know, there's this, I think Maya Angelou talked about this once, like the power of creativity, the, the more you have and the more you give, the more you have. Yeah. 
And then on the flip hand, I think Warren Buffett talks about like sales and money. And the more you spend, the less you have. <laughs> but yet, yet social media content, the value, everyone wants money and collateral, everything all linear at the same time. Right. So here I like to point out that creativity is a completely different beast. It is. It is unmeasurable and completely measurable at the same time. Unpredictable and predict. Look at what happened with NFTs last year. Yeah. This is the beginning of how we can't wrap our head around how valuable or invaluable or unvaluable you know, <laughs> our creativity is. But I'll tell you what's valuable, our audiences, our connections with our people. Mm -hmm. I think that podcasters who have a couple of downloads, 50, 100 downloads per episode, I think we have more stamina and say in a market than maybe some social media influencers. Mm -hmm. And I think that when the creator economy finally turns to the podcasters and sees the relationship we have built over years or months with our audience and yeah. how small our numbers may look compared to the inflated numbers that social media is giving everybody else. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> because podcasts are doctored. Podcasts are legal downloads. Well, I mean, you can buy downloads and there's certain things you can do to right. trick the numbers, but they're, but ads are, are traceable and there are elements of podcasting that you cannot fake the same way that it was easy to fake in social media yeah. 10 years ago. So if so you're looking true. to take the leap, take the leap. I'm here to help you. I love podcast guesting. I gotta <laughs> say, I gotta say that, you know, if I thought that I could be a podcast guest without being a podcast host, I might've tried guesting first. It's yeah. to be invited to someone. It's like Thanksgiving dinner to be invited to someone's house. You know, you know, I did the work. You know, I did, you know, and I, I did the research and I show up with trays of food and, yeah. and, and, and I, hey, like, <laughs> first of all, I didn't come with a goodie bag. I'm expecting to leave with some, some valuable info too, but this is the give and take that we have. And this mm -hmm. is, this is my approach to building lifelong friends. Mm. And someone once asked me, what's my strategy? How do I pick podcasts? And I'm like, oh, no, no, I don't pick podcasts. I pick people. I just wanted to meet people. I just want to know how everyone creates because that's everyone's watching. So I want yeah. to learn how, however, if I sat down and talked to 10 production companies, I sat down and talked to 10 production companies and I asked them how you make money. They'll all say different ways. They all mm -hmm. make money from different ways of media. Yeah. If that's how production companies are operating, imagine how we're all uniquely finding our way through our own paths. Yeah. So, I love the connecting and out. so glad that it is people that draw you in and inspire and spark and thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today if people want to learn more about the things that you do where could they go find you oh yeah brilliant um they can go to the show notes and while you're looking while you're looking up my information in the show notes please leave this podcast a warm five-star welcome <laughs> like let's just make this be the moment right like they take the leap please for me Give Mari the five-star review she deserves. I'm going to, I'll lead by example. I will meet you in the comments and I will see you all there. I hate giving out my address because I feel like these interviews will last far longer than my address ever could. That being said, I got a long last name. Potestivo, you can start, you Google me, you can find that. That's a long last name. And I don't, I don't even shorten it down to Vinny P. So that being said, LinkedIn is the short answer. Um, and if there's anything I can do to help you, the documentation, like seriously, if there's anything I can do to help yeah. you get through these obstacles, find awards, find ways to get paid, how to stand out, ways to maximize and amplify your brand, I'm here to help. And I have it all for free at vpe.tv.
Perfect. I will absolutely put that in show notes. We can all access it there. And thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. It's been such a treat. Mari, you're the best. Thank you for this. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. We'd love to keep in touch, so follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Sustaining Creativity. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Tag your friends and family so they can listen too. We love to hear from you, so leave your reviews, comments, and questions. Check out our website, sustainingcreativity.com, for upcoming offerings and creativity coaching. Tune in Tuesdays for our next episode. And remember, with creativity, anything's possible.